Were there juice balls in Arlington? <laughs> That's another conversation. <laughs> Manfred, Manfred wanted a series. Was there some Goldilocks balls in Arlington? Welcome back to Beyond the Diamond. It's good to be back. Good to be home. We got producer Josh from behind the camera, on the camera, on the mic today. B Dogs is back on the aisle. I am back. Uh, I was on a, a little hiatus throughout the South, seeing Texas play Alabama. Um, you can check out my Twitter to see all my thoughts and reactions to that. It was a lot of fun. It was very controlled, uh, and you weren't. I you were having. A I'm great here. Time. I yeah. wasn't arrested. You didn't. Um, you didn't get killed. There was a lot of people that asked if I got arrested. I, I, I'm so used to being you the bad boy, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was a hell of a time. Obviously, when Texas wins, uh, it's better. Uh, I'm not saying Texas is back, but I'm sure. I'm sure everybody are. listening to this agrees with that. Oh yeah. I'm sure there's nobody that's like sure. hates the. The Longhorns. This uh, Astros podcast, by the way. <laughs> the, uh, this episode is brought to you by Big City Wings, Apollo's wing joint, Houston's wing joint. Speaking of football and the Astros, go to Big City Wings. They have yeah. specials throughout the weekend. Uh, the Gridiron Special on Saturday is one of my favorite. Kickback, all the big screens. They have all the games. Check them out. Um, we're eating there two, three times a week. So shout out to Sam and everyone over at Big City Wings and a new get sponsor. You, get yourself some chicken and waffles, man. I love dude, you. Those you do slam those chicken and waffles. <laughs> I get them every time. Almost. I've been, I've been on a burger kick at Big City lately. Oh, with uh, that, with that bun. Oh. Jalapeno cheddar sourdough bun. Oh, Just bury me in that. Anyway, uh, <laughs> bury me in the, <laughs> bury me in the jalapeno. <laughs> bury me in the bun. Cheddar sourdough bread. Um, and a new sponsor, Celebrity Mint. Uh, this one's this one's be really fun. We can't really talk about a lot right now about Celebrity Mint as uh, they are gearing up for a big time announcement. So we call it tease in the radio business and video business. Uh, but super proud to be uh, connected with them, doing a lot of big things with them uh, throughout this push of playoffs and Rockets and Texans. And uh, that's super excited to see what celebr- is. Celebrity Mint. Celebrity Mint. Follow them on Instagram and TikTok. Um, it's at celebrity mint at celebrity mint okay. um, we'll drop them down below in the comments but shout out to them and the astros have dropped the last two games to the to oakland the Athletics. worst team in baseball a lot of fun to talk about today huh yeah a uh, great episode to come back to uh not like rome has been burning on on online um oh, Josh, everybody, everybody is this hat me. is this hat still gold uh yeah still that's, gold. that's a gold color still gold yeah, okay yeah. so there's they're still champions yeah they they are champions and uh and that they are still in first place so. <sighs> look losing oakland 100 percent should not be happening but it is also the parody of major league baseball sports in general you just can't roll out of bed and beat teams you have to show up no you have to you have to have an approach and you have to you have to be there because the other team's gunning for you i guarantee you oakland kansas city the Mariners, Orioles, and D-backs, who we all left, are like, let's let's make sure the Astros are in Cabo. Yeah. Well, they, they have nothing to lose. They It's September, so they've called up a lot of young, hungry players that are, you know, they don't care where what the record is. They're going out to ball. And so they got nothing to lose. Doesn't mean it's excused. Like, you should still beat them. Um, but I think the Astros have always, we've always known, the Astros, has, the Astros have always had an issue with playing down to their opponent 100%. where they, maybe it's a little lackadaisical, maybe it's a little cocky and like you, you, you just assume you're just like, Oh, I, you know, I don't have to be a hundred percent. Cause I, cause you know, they're an easy team and like, it's all right. 
Bregman's got me or two bays got me. Somebody's going to get, and then it, you know, and then, and then you're in the eighth inning and you're down by four and you're like, shit. I don't, I don't know. I mean, obviously I don't think they're going out. I don't think it's that black and white. I think it's just, it's very it's baseball. It's baseball. And as many people have pointed out online, the Astros also got swept by the A's in 2017 and 2022. This, so, I mean, I mean whether yeah. what that means, <laughs> I don't know, but it does mean that a good championship winning team has been swept by them before. Obviously 2017, they were a better team, but last year they were ass and they swept us. So, Things yeah. happen. Look, you have an opportunity for the rest of the week to to win the week still by beating Oakland today and then taking care of business on the road at Kansas City, where the Astros feel like they're a completely different team on the road than being at Minute yeah. Park. The, uh, this is being filmed on the 13th on Wednesday. Yes. So it'll be it'll be dropped on Thursday. I, I think the, the other side, too, is that you have to give credit to some of these Oakland pitchers where the Miller kid was filthy. Throwing he was nasty. I mean, the, what if, the slider breaking what? off. Um, the other check. cat, Wallachek coming in. And, and then yesterday, I think as well, what Kansas City's would have looked like, and it might have just been my perspective because I didn't get to watch baseball over the weekend and, and watching these two games wouldn't be throw up, but you get in this flow state sometimes, and it just felt like this pitcher was in a rocking chair. He's like, here's my fastball. Yeah. Here's my changeup. Here's they my fastball. Like, and there's feeling they were just own, a little bit off. Then, they were just off. And then they were they weren't able to I think the Astros do struggle when a pitcher is on their game plan and throwing strikes. Yeah, because what the Astros are best at is working a count, making you walk them, and then and then capitalizing on mistakes. But if you're throwing strikes and you're not making mistakes, that's where that's baseball. That's, that's baseball. Just, that's just I mean, baseball right you could there. have a team full of Barry Bonds. Yeah. Uh, maybe not Barry. He's Barry Bonds, but a team full of all stars. And if the pitcher is on their game plan. Throwing strikes, not making mistakes, and tunneling their pitches correctly. I mean, there's and then by the whole way, lot you can do on offense. You start pressing because yeah. oh, I'm hitting it right at everyone. Oh, I I got to be aggressive because if I'm not, it's already o two because he's yeah. filling up the zone. So you kind of get you know, and there was a few. I mean, there was I I don't know how many. I didn't I didn't count them all, but there was a a good amount of deep fly balls to center that the Astros hit, and it just seemed like they. They were just a little off. They were just missing it. Were there juice balls in Arlington? <laughs> That's another conversation. <laughs> Manfred, even, Manfred wanted was a there series. There's some Goldilocks balls in Arlington. Uh, they'd be completely serious. It just they, they executed a game plan, and losing sucks. Losing in Oakland sucks. Um, the other side, look, it's the inexcusable side is you're turning out your one and two. You're trying your horses out, and, and you're dropping those games. Yeah. Um, Framer didn't have a horrible game. Verlander didn't have a horrible, horrible game. He gave a couple solo pops, but still won seven innings. Um, so. I, I'm done. I'm done with the person center fielder. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, look, I love Dubon. Everything he's done this year has been what they thought maybe Hensley was going to do or someone else was going to do. Yeah. He's been oh, able to he's step been, up he's been and be utility guy. Great as your utility bench guy. The route, the route in center field on that, and that's, I think that swings a game right there. It, yeah. It'd be, it's gonna be very minimal in the win probability. You make that catch, he tags up the third. Now there's two outs. Even if you get a single in, it just the wheels fell off right after that. And yeah. I'm not saying Jake and Chaz are gonna run that down, be camped, but the odds of them getting a good route and jump on that ball are probably yeah, specifically higher. Chaz. Chaz always has um, great routes. Jake is a little back and forth on his routes, but. 
yeah. I try. I think Chaz McCormick. I'll give. That ball. I'll give up my Hall of Famer and my Ace Framber, uh, the Hall of Famer JV Ace Framber, their personal catcher forever. They're, baseball players are are creatures of habit, and I. Yeah. I know that I lived it. I was part of it, but the person center fielder was is kind of where I'm, I'm starting to draw the line because, um, it's about outs. It's about outs right now. It's about wins. I don't care if the Astros beat Oakland two to one tonight and it took twenty innings. Yeah, the only thing that matters on September 13th is wins. I don't care if you win by 50 or you win by one. You just win the damn ball game. So um, that's where I'm kind of upset about. Um, Yeah, our run differential differential this month is probably crazy. It's probably like it's 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 probably like yeah, our run differential in this month is probably plus 30, maybe. But we're five and five, so I mean, it doesn't matter if you win. Three games, eleven to two. But if you keep losing these these four nothing games, then yeah, you know it doesn't matter. I and, I, and we'll shift to some other topics on, on on that's kind of populating Astros Twitter, Astros X, whatever you want to call it. Um, and it starts with the batter's eye. Uh, I've been screaming about the batter's eye for since we started this company. I've, yeah. I've, I've heard it. I think there's a soundbite. I'll try to go find where it was a Sunday night. You know, Astros game, Astros Angels. I think it was two years ago. Um, and Mike Trout is like, I can't hit here. I can't mm-hmm. see the ball. And I can't. yeah, when the best player in baseball, especially at that time well, too, is like, I can't hit here. I think it's I think it's proven by his numbers too. Yeah, I'm gonna pull yeah. it up. I, I I think I sent it to you guys. Yeah, um, yeah, I've seen that one before. It's like he's batting like 225 or something in his career at Minute Maid yeah. Park. I I think it's just player to player. And maybe it's something to do with the more you see it, the more it's an issue. Yeah. And because the visitor, visiting teams, obviously, like, not everybody has issues. But. And, look, Dana Brown today on, on Brian's show on 790 with Sean Salisbury, uh, their weekly bit, like, he's like, you know, some of the guys have talked to him about it, but Dana kind of pushed back and said, we, we won here last year. True, 100%. But I would like to, I would like a batter's eye that's optimized. Yeah. I really would. Like, yeah. And and look, maybe it's the the flip side where your your pitchers pitch better here, and they, that's what you want to do, and you don't want a, a ballpark where balls are flying out. Sure, but. yeah, but you know, I, whatever whatever leads to more wins, you know, I like you said earlier, I don't care if we win two to one or seven to six, like a win's a win, and if if that's what we need, if we need to change something in the off season to win more games at home, I mean, look at their road record. If they were even half as good at home as they have been on the road, you know, pick up five games, the division's over. Oh yeah, division's over. They might win a hundred games, but they've been just. I mean, I think are they dipped under five hundred at home now? Or are they right at five hundred? They were right at five hundred. That's um, that's it's awful. Bad. <laughs> that's awful. It's bad for the, how good this team is. That's it's awful. Bad. Yeah. There's there's no way around saying that sense without saying bad at the end. Yeah. Um, the other conversation that's traversing uh twitter is the the dusty uh discourse and, and the lineup discourse we and could talk about dusty for two hours this is this is where i i have a real big problem uh, i think it's just where we are as a human race with the power of the internet um you can have a an opinion one way or the other about team dusty or not team dusty you can have an opinion on the optimization of a roster and um, how it's being deployed. You can have an opinion on, on, it doesn't matter what side you fall on. And I don't think 
I think there's two camps and there's everyone else in the middle. Yeah. Uh, where I do have problems is Joe Blow 92, 67, 45 is saying senile and disgusting things about Dusty Baker and or, players. Or, or um, about Martine. Martine posted about, you know, people sending slurs and, and like shit to him personally. Yeah. I'm like, and about his family and stuff like that's, that's yeah. never okay. This is a, this is baseball. It's a, you know, we are all passionate about the game. We all want to win. Attacking somebody personally is just like, yeah. one, that does nothing other than it might hurt your team. You want your team to win. Maybe attacking one of the guys that's going to be on the field in a big moment, you, you're trying to make him feel worse. Yeah. How's that, how's that going to help us win? And, and look, the, these losers don't signify the entire fan base. No, oh, not at all. It's, it's just... It's amplified due to what social media is. Yeah. And, and I, I think that both sides, whatever camp, wherever you stand, are not are not fueling this fire of, of all these trolls doing this. I think there's uh, a disconnect between both sides because it's become so either right or wrong. Yeah. And there's nothing anyone on the internet, me, you, any any account, anyone is going to change anything about what goes on in that locker room, no. what the manager's putting on the board. So it, it's almost just like it's just yelling shouting into the emptiness of, of a of yeah. vacuum. Yeah. And, and then we you can have debate all it these... all day, but Dusty's not going to see one of our tweets and be like, you know what? Maybe I will adjust a little. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not how this works. And I think the thing that just is disgusting seeing that accounts are going after players, players' wives, uh, Racial sayings, racial slurs, uh, derogatory comments, and, and things about their family. Like, that's just fucking bullshit. So, um, it really fired me up seeing seeing that uh, this morning. It's it's not a reflection of this fan base. It's not a reflection of, of, of the city, but just these fucking losers out there. But the other side uh, is the optimization of the death lineup. And yeah. uh, we saw the death lineup Sunday. They won 12-2. to two. Obviously, that shift with Oakland when you're running your one-two out, and you know Maldi wants to Maldi is a catcher for Framer Valdez and Justin Verlander. Um, and I don't, I don't think it's, I don't think it would have made the difference. I mean, I don't think. I mean, maybe Diaz sparks a lineup on a on a Monday, but you still have even you have Monday's execute. lineup was the exact same as the death lineup on Sunday, just Correct. switching Maldi for Diaz. You have to execute. that one through eight should still have you know, executed. Yeah. So it's not on, it's not just on that. And, and I think I'm okay with the death lineup being employed. The other 60% of the rotation. Yeah. And exactly. I think we'll see that we, year over the last, we said years. earlier in the year, our ideal rotation or our, our ideal split between Maldi and Diaz is either 50, 50 or 60, 40 because of, you know, he catches Framber, he catches JV. Um, then it wasn't JV, but it, uh, he still he catches he catches two two of the guys, and then Diaz catches the other three. I'm fine with that. Yeah. But then still, if that's happening, people still will bitch on the day the two days that he catches JV and Framber because unfortunately they're back to back. I mean, not fortunately, unfortunately, but you see two two straight days where Malty's catching and people get upset. And it's just yeah. I think I think just at. Down the stretch, just need to 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 win, and yeah, winning cures everything. We know winning that. winning does cure everything. You you have, it, it's funny. I, I think you just keep having this kind of reliance on 
a, a JP France or a Hunter Brown or a Christian Javier to, to be a, a stopper. And, and we're kind of coming to that impasse because you drop games with Framber and you drop games with Justin Verlander. Now you need someone else to step up. Uh, other than JP France, the, the Hunter Brown and Javier seasons have not been what they probably wanted this season. So, no. Um, it, look, I mean, the pitching, pitching as a whole 100%. has been, you know, even though it's mostly the same rotation, it's been worse than it was last year. Yeah. And that's, that's unfortunate. And that's, that's probably a combination of fatigue and the league having a book on guys like Javier now and, and Brown, like it happens. League adjusts to you and you have to adjust back. hundred percent. Um, but I don't going into the playoffs. I have faith that they can figure it out for a single game. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a single game three, if Javier's starting, I feel like they take everything they've learned from the season. They take you whoever their opponent more. is. I trust our pitching staff, our pitching coach, coaches, and the analytics team to know exactly how to attack, exactly what to do for Javier, how what he should throw, how he should throw it. And I trust that in a big game like that, Javier now has experience and he can execute. Yeah. So I'm not as worried going to the playoffs, but this next there. stretch of get there. two weeks, we this, have to execute. This, the lead of two and a half now to one. Yeah. Um, and, we'll, and we'll wrap up. I, I saw a really good tweet. Um, and this is kind of the, the Twitter discourse uh, from John Ganato, who's the godfather uh, of Houston radio and sports coverage. And he's on ESPN 97.5 every morning with our guy, Lance Zerline. And he was said, he tweeted, I'm at the game. Maldonado waited after the Dubon double, looking in the dugout to see if he would get pitch hit for, but the word never came, and he finally walked to the plate. Even he knew he shouldn't have batted there. Um, it almost feels like Dusty wants to defend the title with his vets and his guys. Like, and you can argue till the cows come home. If that's what he wants to do, that's what's going to happen. And you just got to rally behind it. There's nothing that we can do. We're not. We're not the ones yeah. drawing the lineup. And, and, and we. We like full disclosure. We've hung out with Dusty. We think he's great. We, we love him. <laughs> Tequila with Dusty. Yeah, yeah, he's awesome. But we still can disagree. One hundred percent. We can dis. We we don't. We're not like. <laughs> we're not. We're not dick riding Dusty here. We 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 can disagree that. Yeah, I think Diaz should have pinch hit. Thousand percent. There's you know we don't we sh- I don't like Dubon as center all the time like that. But there's a difference between disagreeing it and and just being vile yeah. online. And I think with John's John's tweet, and he nailed it, I think this is the game plan. If you're going to trot out Framber and JV game one and game two, if you win and if you make the playoffs, yeah, that once they're done, once they're out, Diaz is in. No, and I've, I've and said And you've been saying, you've yeah. been saying that's the I way to optimize it on those days. But I can see where Dusty is saying we need to get Maldonado as many big at-bats now leading up to October as we can but before he's I feel, ready. I feel like if a big at-bat is happening in the 8th or ninth inning with Maldi up, it's a quick hook to Diaz or someone on oh, the Oh, it should be. I just so mean, like, why are we not doing the, it now? But if it happens in the third inning and he's still catching, but we he, he we have bases loaded, he, he want, you know, yeah, no, that's you want to give him as many looks as you yeah. can. But also, he's a vet, so he shouldn't need looks like that. Yeah. I don't know. I, I mean, I'm just trying to figure out where he's coming from. Obviously, I disagree with it. But he's the manager. He makes those decisions, and you know we gotta live with it and win games. Yeah. So uh, we'll we'll wrap up the episode um, on a, on a lighter note. The Astros 
uh, I'm going to say are going to win tonight, avoid the sweep, and then we'll sweep Kansas City. Uh, I think I see that as well. A- anytime they have these talks, they uh, they said JV talked to the team last night. I I think anytime they have these talks, unfortunately, we've had to have so many in the past month. There's been, a lot of talks. There's been like there's one been a week. A lot of talks. But if that's what it takes to turn things around and win, then I I don't care. They can have a talk every night. You know, I don't care what the optics look like as long as they're winning. Um, I would agree. I I think they they win at least three of the next four, if not, you know, sweep the the Royals and win tonight. Yeah, I agree. So that's the episode. Yeah, uh, Beyond the Diamond. Yeah, we're gonna be uh, we're testing out doing a little shorter episodes, dropping two instead of uh one dropping long. one long one. See how it goes. We might go back to just doing a long one. I don't know. I don't even know how long this has been. I can't see the time. Yeah, so me neither. Um, but. Yeah, thank you for watching and listening. I'm Josh. That's Des. We will see you next time. Love you guys. Peace.